0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn.
1: Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast, Raw Rundown, where we give you the top 10 stories of the week. We try to make it quick, fun, and easy so you know everything that's going on in pop culture, celebrity culture, entertainment news. My name is Adam Glenn. I am the host, one of the hosts, of the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I have more than a decade of experience in this industry. Dax, on the other hand, has even more experience. He's a black belt. How are you, sir? I bow to you.
0: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. And yourself?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, weird week in entertainment news. Just a lot going. You know what's weird? So we record these on Thursdays, and then somehow Friday night, Saturdays, the world goes on fire. It's like a dumpster fire in <laughs> entertainment news between the divorces, which we're all going to get into this week. Is uh, The last two weeks have been pretty unique things going on in pop culture. Um, so I'm doing well, man. How's everything? Uh, what's going on in your world? How is everything?
0: I am a sweaty beast right now. I just got back from the gym and you were like, we need to go. We need to hurry up. And so I am not showered. I'm glad that this is a remote podcast or you probably wouldn't want to be in the same room as me right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got to make it quick and easy. I'm trying to get I'm trying to run into uh, Dave Matthews. Oh, that's a good one. You love Dave Matthews. I love Dave Matthews. Do you love Dave Matthews?
0: I love Dave Matthews. Um, Does he give good interviews or like I feel like it could go either way with him.
1: No, he doesn't. And, um, <laughs> I mean, why are you going for Dave Matthews if he doesn't do good interviews? So to, to actually be more specific, the person that does do good interviews and actually does very well for me is the drummer of the band Carter. Mm. And I know this is like so random, but Carter gives great interviews. He's very interesting and unique. And I do very well within his interviews. Dave, on the other hand, is very, um, eccentric. He's very, uh, he, he's just a very unique guy. He's kind of quirky. Um, but he's also just Dave Matthews. He's the first concert I ever saw. It's probably one of my favorite bands. So I just love to see him. But I actually prefer to get an interview with the drummer. Um, so, yeah. Nice. You know who I saw the other day, by the way? Who? And, um, I mean, I've seen her a bunch. Olivia Colpo. And it's funny to see her because I feel like I've been around her career for so long. I I was I remember interviewing her when she when she won Miss Universe mm-hmm. and at that time everyone was trying to get her I remember Extra was trying to get her as a host and she turned down Extra I was like are you nuts you're turning down these roles and somehow she able was able to really monetize her fame and she's her own celebrity already what own is right. she doing these also-
0: days though I feel like she
1: has brands kind of just giving her a lot of money. She's become just like a celebrity for being a celebrity. She's also engaged to Christian McCaffrey, who's one of the best running backs in football. She's just developed, she's her own brand now. She's just pretty. Um, And she hasn't aged. Like she still looks
0: incredible. Interesting. Does she give good interviews?
1: She's fine. She's not like, oh my God, amazing, but she's not bad. But there's, you know, to be honest with you, I got her the other day and I asked her about her bachelorette party. She's like, you know, I haven't actually even thought about my bachelorette party yet, but now I kind of want to get her on camera and ask her about her sister and her sister's breakup with the NFL player Braxton Berrios because he's now dating Alex Earl. So that's Mm -hmm. been a big uh, story because uh, Olivia's sister has been kind of outspoken of how braxton left the relationship i guess it left on bad terms so i just want to see what olivia has to say about the whole situation
0: and she would be like i have nothing to say about the whole situation
1: pretty much but <laughs> even that i can make it to a, a new story um all right let's get to the raw rundown but actually before we get to the raw rundown we read your reviews we're not one of those podcasts that just ignores it we actually appreciate and love that you do it because it really helps us out we're not a patreon we don't ask for anything except for positive good reviews five star go to itunes and say a few kind of words we'll read your review live on air dax do you have a review ready for us
0: i got one all right this one comes from stop being gullible it says five stars say no to cocaine beards <laughs> i don't care about pop culture but i love this podcast what a perfect what were we talking about that day that we got into cocaine beards was it like someone had facial hair and then they started snorting cocaine and they came up and they had coke all in their beard? I don't remember what the cocaine beard was, I but I remember know. us talking about it.
1: Maybe they didn't shower or shave one morning and they <laughs> noticed something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: so good. But I, I love little like Easter eggs in these uh, these reviews, guys. It's so good. I, I love just even knowing that you're listening. It's, it's fun to uh, – Read this stuff so that it doesn't feel like we're just talking to ourselves uh, multiple times a week. So thank you for leaving those reviews.
1: Yes. Uh, let's get to it. The raw rundown top 10 stories of the week, starting with number 10.
0: Number 10 is Maria Menunos. welcomes a baby girl. And this is after years and years and years of infertility struggles. Um, and uh, so they have a little daughter now named Athena. And she did a whole sit down interview with us weekly, talking about the process talking about I mean, this this struggle was a very public struggle. she talked about i think she did ivf four times. they had a surrogate at one point the surrogate backed out. i mean so she has wanted to be a mom for so long and it has finally come to fruition which is i love these stories because i you know i've said this to you before i'm like i feel like if if someone really wants to be a parent they deserve to be a parent and um i, I know that infertility and struggles like that can be so difficult to deal with especially because she was insane like I go to kids birthday parties and I look around and I'm like why am I here like I get that these are my friends and I'm supporting my friends but like I don't belong I don't have a kid I can't have kids I'm uh, you know and so for her to feel like she finally like has a place. She's one, you know, she, she's a mom now. And I love that. And so she talks about the whole process of getting the surrogate and, uh, being in the delivery room and, and watching this baby be born. I don't know. I was just really excited for her. I think that it's, it's cool that this, uh, has finally come full circle for her.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like Maria, we've been hearing about for so long. I mean, it's been like a, the longest news story ever as far as covering Maria. Mm-hmm. of her wanting to be a mom and there was just so many things i you almost like forgot about it, it almost
0: became background noise because uh well she had like health issues yeah. she has that that tumor that they had found in her head so like that kind of like paused a lot of this infertility struggles um you know she she's had quite the roller coaster of a ride after leaving e as one of their hosts she, she does host podcasts now and everything uh i'd love to have her on though um We'll see. Maybe one day we'll get Maria on. We, we were supposed we, to have her on recently,
1: but then all of a sudden I think this stuff, we're not going to have her Then she had yet. a so, baby. Yeah, that's a good way of getting out of an interview. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't want to come on the podcast, just have a kid. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm curious if we're going to have issues getting celebrities coming up with the writer strike and the actor strike because they're technically not allowed to do, like, promote projects. Mm-hmm. So it's like a very dicey thing it's a weird
0: people- yeah like weird time because you want to have them on and even like i reached out to a couple big actors and just said hey do you mind coming on and talking about the writer strike uh, or, and the and the sag strike and people weren't even getting back to me where i can see they're reading my message but i think that it's such a weird time right now that they don't want to get in trouble because they don't even know what they're supposed to be what they can and can't do right now Yeah, you know, and so everyone's just kind of in a weird spot. So I don't know when we're going to get a uh, an actor or a writer anytime soon.
1: Eh, It's okay. We'll we'll keep moving forward. All right, number nine.
0: Number nine. Vanna White has now struck a partial deal with um with Wheel of Fortune. I mean, this has been obviously a big story over the last few weeks. Um, with uh, Pat Sajak's departure and Ryan Seacrest stepping in. Um, you know, she just said, "Look, I want." half of what pat got and I guess he was getting like 30 million dollars a year and i guess it was like four hundred thousand dollars an episode they renegotiated her deal she was getting like a hundred thousand dollars an episode which was a big boost up but um they're still still working on it because she was contractually obligated to a certain amount of shows they did i guess the celebrity version ran out but the Uh, syndicated version was still kind of in play but she basically is saying like look i I want more money you guys have you haven't upped my salary in like 18 years and granted she's making three million dollars a year but when she's making three and pat was making 30 i mean that there's a big discrepancy there and so she wants to be compensated for her name the time that she spent on the show blah blah blah, i get it and sony I, i think it's sony i don't remember if it's sony um is basically firing back and saying yeah well pat was overpaid so we don't want to use that as the marker um so i hope she gets at least it feels like she is being compensated fairly for what she's doing and i granted gra- people i was reading the comments or ripping her apart and saying like you literally touch a screen and you know you don't even rotate the letters anymore but she's vanna freaking white and she is a staple on that show and they should pay her for being a staple
1: I'm still surprised she didn't get the hosting job. Now, I understand Ryan Seacrest getting the job because he has a relationship with ABC. He's a great personality. He's well spoken. He's got the great worth ethic and he's easy to work with. And he doesn't take away from the show. At the end of the day, the mm-hmm. show's not about Ryan. The show's about him. Whereas Family Feud, Steve Harvey's like the show. Ryan's one of those guys who, you know, the, it's about Wheel of Fortune, it's not about him. But I so was surprised that Vanna here's was Here's the thing.
0: I thought that that would be such a great fit. Vanna stepping up to the hosting I gig on too. that. However, there were a couple people that wrote on the private Facebook group, off the record, join it if you're not there, that said she actually filled in and hosted a couple times, and they said it was kind of cringeworthy. So maybe that is more of the reason that it just it wasn't the best fit. Even though we in our minds think it would work, people are saying it wasn't good.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I I respect that and I understand that. I do think it's interesting that Vanna, I don't think it's interesting, but I do think, and I want your opinion on this, that Vanna Mm -hmm. is using the media to her advantage to get more money. For example, uh, the TMZ tour bus uh, caught Vanna White getting ice cream the other day and she comes on the bus and says hi and they ask her about it and she goes quiet a little bit. Randomly, the TMZ tour bus runs into Vanna White. First of all, what are, your, what are your thoughts in that type of situation?
0: I mean, there has been quite a few leaked out stories, it appears, um, from Vanna's camp. I mean, the fact that we know all these money the amounts and this and that. It, listen, she's using it for her advantage to get the word out, to put pressure on the network, to pay her more. <sighs> I, I don't hate the tactic. You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to to make it in this life and uh, and if if this is what she needs to do to to really get um, the money okay i'm going to go with it
1: hollywood is the craziest industry it really is it's it's a mix of politics tv show where it's just like a reality show it's just it's so much fun this shit is fun <laughs> it's crazy like this is the ultimate reality show just the way they play the media and the game it's insane all right moving on to number 8
0: Uh, Number eight, Colin Gosling, one of the uh, uh, Kate Plus Eight kids. uh, He has come out saying he hasn't spoken to his siblings since 2016, and uh, I guess really blaming his mom for driving a social barrier between them. So he did this whole sit down with Vice. Um, It's a a show called Dark Side of the 2000s, which is kind of interesting. I did that show too. I've done a couple of these dark sides. um, Dark side of comedy. Yeah, I've done a bunch of Vice shows for them. I
1: don't know. They pay you, yeah. or they just, they, just do yeah, it? yeah.
0: No, no, they have me on all the time. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, but I, I wonder if I'm in the same episode because we did the dark. No, we did the dark side of the 2000s. We did a TMZ episode. We did a pop culture episode. Um, I did a Roseanne Barr episode. So anyway, they're all over Hulu. Go check them out. But um, anyway, so he sat down, did this, talked about the family. He said that um, it sounds like he was sent off to kind of like a mental health facility for many years institutionalized when he was 12 years old back in 2016 um and really kind of kept him separate from the rest of the family and so he literally has no relationship with any of his siblings except for one of them. And I believe the one he talks to is Hannah and he actually lives with his father, John, and, um, he blames the mom just says, you know, she, she put things into the, the other, kids' heads and separated me and kept me at an arm's length and had issues with me. And so now there's no relationship. And I did read one of the other siblings did kind of release a big long statement on um, on Instagram the other day, basically saying that she can't have contact with someone who is mentally abusive, who treats people poorly, who is... Um, she she th- threw out a bunch of other things, but basically like essentially saying he's not a good person. That's why we don't talk to him. Like, don't blame my mom, blame yourself. Um, but it's kind of sad to see how much this family has really kind of crumbled after the, that reality show. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, that show, I don't think was good for this family.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Do you feel bad a little bit, obviously for, you don't want to see any relationship with a family, especially with siblings to kind of tear apart. But, you know, we saw so much news and over 10 years ago with John mm. Goslin Do you feel bad for him?
0: Do I, do I? No, I don't feel bad for him. Okay. I mean, he, he made his bed, bro. Like you're out cheating on your wife and you've got eight kids. No, I don't, I don't feel bad for you. You, you done fucked up. Um, but I also think that it wasn't a healthy relationship to be in, in the beginning. Like I, you could see how unhealthy that relationship was every single time they would be on camera. You're like, Why are these two people together? Why are they, why did they have children together? They clearly don't like each other.
1: The reason I feel bad for him, I feel like he got a little bit of Hollywood drug where your reality becomes just not reality anymore. I, Mm. you know, and Dex, you know, more than anyone, how big that show was when it came out, the the paparazzi waiting in Pennsylvania, trying to get photos of them. And they, they, I mean, everyone, these were just reality show stars, but they were being covered like there are the Kardashians over more than 10 years ago, weren't they?
0: They were huge. This show was the biggest thing. Um, And and really, do you remember like that one Halloween? Everyone was dressed up as Kate Gosselin with like the short hair in the back. And uh, everyone was dressed up like her. And it really kind of made a mark because no one had seen a family really like this. And so many kids. And like um, you could relate. Well, no, you couldn't relate. I could see myself having one child and how much we struggled when she was just a baby and thinking, oh, my God times up by you know eight no friggin thank you I couldn't imagine.
1: yeah um, weird thing to say and I, I hope people don't get offended by this but like, I'm already sh- offended. they shouldn't get offended but it's hard to I try not it's hard to like not offend people just like way you say but kick Goslin in person by the way mm-hmm. I found very attractive <laughs>
0: What part of that was someone going to be offended?
1: People are like, oh, you're just looking at them as like materialistic things. I'm like, no, like Kate Gosling, like every time I saw her, I was like, man, you're kind of hot. And, uh, I and you're I...
0: allowed to say someone's beautiful without offending anyone. All
1: right, good. I don't know, man. I, I get so nervous now these days. It's like, dude, I don't mean it in, a, in a bad way. I'm like, no, she's really a hot. I thought you were going to say
0: something like mean. You said no. something nice and you're afraid to get canceled for it.
1: I, dude, it's a tough times <laughs> these days. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared to say someone's hot. But no, I was like very like i'm not gonna say turned on but i was like she was like wow you're a very good looking a person for someone who had yeah. eight kids i mean she's at once she's like you're she's pretty very attractive
0: <laughs> all right let's move on <laughs> number seven Number seven. All right. So if you've been watching all the videos circulating online about Miranda Lambert, who uh, called out some fans for doing a selfie while the the singer was on stage, one of the the fans that was involved in that has come forward saying that the Miranda was just determined to make her look young, immature and vain. So if you saw this video, she was in concert um, in Las Vegas, I believe. And there was like a group of women, uh, like four or five of them, and they were basically just taking a selfie toward the end of the show and she stopped the show she said "I, i don't like that at all you know and basically just went after them for not paying attention to the show but more so taking a photo which i don't know i find this whole thing total bullcrap because you think how many things are going on during a concert like to call out these people and when you see the actual photo that happened Miranda's in it so they're they're clearly capturing a moment in time to remember this concert you know what I'm saying like this was the they let me see one two three four five six six of them with Miranda like in the background it's actually a, a, a good photo but to be chastised for it I just think is lame like you've probably just lost all six of them as fans after this
1: yeah um... like you're
0: not allowed to take a photo like everyone takes the photos come on.
1: The photo actually is a great photo. It's an awesome friend photo. And I think, you know, Miranda needs, I, I'm team fan this time, where it's like, as a stand up comic, you don't want people taking photos or, or mm-hmm. taking video because you're making jokes. You don't want them to be taken out of context when she's singing. I think it's a different type of thing. I, I get it. You want them to be in the moment. However, it's also the other side is there's an experience part of it. It's like, hey, let's talk about this like, amazing experience we're having as a friend group. Watching Miranda Lambert, so I th- I I, I kind of get both sides.
0: I I don't, I don't I don't I don't get her side because she's performing. You do your thing. Your fans are memorializing a moment in time to remember going to this concert, but you now just ruined that moment for them.
1: No, I agree. I agree. I think,
0: I think we all want to be like, oh, be here, be present in the moment. I get it, but think of all the phones that are out videotaping her singing. And people are looking at their cell phone, looking at her rather than just looking. Everyone does it. Like, leave them alone. Let them do their thing. I, I don't know. I, I don't agree with Miranda on this one.
1: Well, it's funny because if Miranda is noticing people taking photos in the crowd, then she's the one not present because she should be so focused on the song and kind of performing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. when you're, I could can, I can imagine when you're in the moment, you're, you're not focusing on other people. Um, Listen,
0: listen, if this is people chucking phones at celebrities on stage. Yeah, I then I'm like, team celebrity, taking photos and videos in the crowd. No, I'm team fan on that one.
1: You want to hear a wild thing about Miranda Lambert. So I had a friend who was a police officer who worked at Good Morning America. Is this
0: the one that she dated?
1: Well, let me finish a story. Um, right. <laughs> I had a friend who was a police officer, and we were like buds. Like we we never like hung out at night, but what we said we were going to. He lived, I, I'm pretty sure, at Staten Island at the time, but we both went out down on the Jersey Shore. But like we always like we would talk for the longest time. Like we were like hitting it off. We were like we were just into the same shit. We were just really cool guys. When celebrities were there, I would actually the celebrities I had a relationship with, I would introduce them to him. I like, was my buddy, and we would talk. And then I remember like he's always hit me up and be like. Hey man, let me know when you run into like country music stars. I love country music stars. Then all of a sudden, years later, I find out somehow he's dating a country music star, and now he married a country music star, and mm-hmm. he married Miranda Lambert. Wild, isn't that crazy?
0: Bringing your dreams to fruition.
1: Yeah, um, it's just a wild thing. Um, all right, number six.
0: Number six, Bethany Frankel and Jill Zarin uh, reuniting. This is a, was a really big deal, so they jumped on her Rewives podcast. This is Bethany's Rewives podcast. I guess uh, she ended up uh, putting out an invite to Jill, and Jill. Kind of like went back and forth for a while because if you remember, they were really good friends back in the beginning seasons of uh, Real Housewives of New York. And then they kind of had a falling out once Bethany started to really catapult in fame and success. Uh, She says that Jill you know, basically was jealous of her. And so made things awkward. Jill, on the other hand, was saying, Hey, my one of my husband got sick, Bobby's Zarin and he was battling cancer, you kind of disappeared. But then you reappeared at the funeral with cameras and for your other spinoff show. And so they ended up sitting down for the first time and like kind of hashing it all out. And they would go back and forth banter with each other. And it it was, A pretty chaotic podcast, um, to say the least. I think it's worth a listen if you are a Housewives fan or a Real Housewives of New York fan. I think you will truly enjoy listening to this episode because it's just crazy uh but they kept like calling each other out like i didn't like when you did this and i didn't like when you did this and um both of them had their moment to kind of say their piece in a very public forum so you think that this would be behind closed doors but of course not they use it to their advantage on the podcast uh which we all appreciate so now that the rest of us can hear it um but Anyway, uh, I'm not going to dive into every single thing they talked about, but there is a lot to unpack there. And, you know, when it comes to Bethany's success, you know, that is. That was one of the big things Bethany harped on. She was like, you were jealous of me. You couldn't handle it. That's what ruined our friendship. And Jill was like, "I, I wasn't jealous. I was happy for your success. I felt like you left me behind. So. You know, when it came to things like Jill was the reason that Bethany even got on Real Housewives of New York. And she's like, you know, the bigger you got and people would ask you, how would you wind up on Housewives? You would just say, oh, a producer called me. You you started to leave my name out of the narrative. You started to leave me behind. And I wanted to be a part of the friendship, a part of the journey. And I didn't get to be because you kind of screwed me over. And I think that's where her hurt and her pain came from. And and then when it came to the funeral for Bobby, you know, she was like, I hadn't seen you in a long time. You know, I appreciated that you came, but you came with cameras and I didn't know. And Bethany's like, wait, 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 what? Of course you knew. And she goes, no, I, I honestly didn't know. And I, I tried to keep my cool because... I've got cameras on me now, but like, that's not the the time that I want cameras to see me. I'm, she's like, I'm kind of a vain person. I wanted, I don't want to look like I'm crying in a disheveled mess, but you brought cameras and I, I went with it. And so anyway, it seems like there's a lot of miscommunication and stuff. And I, you know, listen, it, it ended, it ended good. They, they brokered a ceasefire at the end of the day. (laughs) And so I think they're going to be good now.
1: Yeah, I think people are just happy to see them together. I know the podcast downloads went crazy. People were just excited to see this relationship. I, I don't know. I think it's they're both so real and they're both mm-hmm. so honest. I mean, you see it just from Bethany's Instagram story. She's so blunt, where it kind of gets a little bit. Um, you. Sometimes a little bit cringe because she's so blunt, but I think people are just excited to see these two kind of firecrackers kind of be in the same room and talk. And it was kind of, like, nice. And it was also, like, real, too. I thought that's – they didn't make Andy Cohen or Bravo look the best. I'll tell you that. Um, But it was just sort of uh, – it felt like, from the pieces I heard, a very real conversation.
0: Yeah, and if you – and we actually had Jill on, uh, when did we, what did we, like a year ago? Two, yeah. Year and a half, two years. I don't even know when the hell it was. She was a great interview though. Really fun. Um, we have not had Bethany on, but Jill was great. So if you want to go listen to our interview with Jill, um, I mean, I highly recommend it.
1: I interviewed Bethany maybe about a month ago and she was really cool. Bethany yes. was I really feel like nice. she goes
0: either way. She, she could can be
1: either way. And I've had... Not weird experiences with her, but like she's she. I just I've been covering her for so long and it's just weird. Like, I've in some ways I feel like I kind of grew up with her and and um, I think now How much is a she place, worth now. Man, I couldn't even tell you. And you can't even, I don't know if you could Google that if like it's that accurate.
0: Um, let me see if Forbes has anything because obviously you can't really trust half of the other ones, like, yeah. Don't ever go to celebritynetworth.com no. and expect to get a real answer because right now it says I have got like a $200 million net worth and
1: it's pretty accurate. Clearly,
0: clearly that ain't that. true.
1: No, it's um, pretty accurate with me. It says I'm $78, which is really, <laughs> based on everything I have. It's $78. Maybe a little huh. rounding down a little bit.
0: But. I see I see a lot of news stories referencing around the 80 million mark, but I don't know if that's true.
1: That's or not. I think that's a little high. That's just my opinion. 80 million dollars is like a different type of celebrity Mm -hmm. she'd be different she'd be having a different lifestyle she had 80 million dollars in my opinion could be wrong but yeah that's it all right dex moving on to number five
0: uh number five uh let's see kanye west apparently is in a good space according to ice cube so ice cube was talking to Piers morgan um and started to get into the whole kanye and you know issue. I guess they've been working together. And he said, listen, you know, I've, I've I've been working with him. And he says that he's in a good space right now. He's in a good space after all of the craziness, his divorce with Kim, all the anti-Semitic rants, his new marriage with his, his wife is going well. And so he is trying to assure people, listen, I've, I've talked with him. I've been around him. I can tell you he's doing well. And you know how I can tell he's doing well? He's not out every two minutes getting photographed and doing dumb shit. That's a good sign.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting because that, you that's remember how you can tell if he's doing good.
0: In in the when he was doing his when he was at his worst, he was constantly out, constantly tweeting, constantly out, being in front of cameras. And I'm like, this is not healthy for him. He needs to go to Montana, close the doors, go away. And I think that is the healthiest thing that Kanye could do. And and because we haven't seen him every day out, I'm going, okay, he must be uh, improving.
1: I wonder if he has a publicist right now. Cause we broke a story that he got, ri- you know, he got rid of a publicist and he kept looking for new publicists, but I wonder who he's working with or if it, or if he even has someone, but you haven't heard a lot from him lately, which is a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. But when he finally has to speak, I'm curious what he has to say. And, if he's going to maybe apologize for what he has, or if he's going to double down on what he kind of spoke about.
0: I almost wonder if it then brings the narrative back up. I don't know. I feel like he should apologize. I think there, you know, knowledge and learning and all that people won't look at it as you're, you're you're bettering yourself. So they can't look negative at that. So I, I would hope he apologizes, but I think he needs to also move forward quickly. Yes. Number four. Number four, Lindsay Lohan gives birth to her first baby. Um, I guess she is quote unquote over the moon in love. Um, so they welcome their first child. This is with her husband, Bader Shamas. Um, and they have a little healthy baby son named luau Louie luau L-A-U L-U-A-I. Louis L-U-A-I. L-U-A-I. I Louis Lua. I don't know how to say it. Um, Anyway, so they got a little baby now. Um, This has been quite the journey. Uh, Obviously, years ago, I was saying I couldn't imagine ever saying Lindsay Lohan was a mom. (laughs) It just seemed like that would have been a very bad sentence to have 10 years ago. Uh, But she has grown so much. She's changed her life around. She's doing well. She's back into acting. Um, And so I am on team Lindsay Lohan to... Anytime someone better[s] themselves and wants to do good and changes their life around, I'm here for it. So happy for her. I know that this is something you know. It's been a big year between Paris Hilton and Lindsay and all these people that you never thought you'd have "mom" in the sentence, and they're doing great now. It's great. it's awesome.
1: The name Lu, the sons that Luai, 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 Luai. It's in, right. in Arabic, it means shield or protector. That's uh, what it means. Um, yeah, but it's so nice to see Lindsay just happy. You don't really hear much about her, which is mm-hmm. nice. I kind of like that she's just out living her life.
0: Again, see? she Same as Kanye. When they're not in front of cameras and they're not getting in trouble every two minutes, they're normally doing better in their lives. But I'll tell you what,
1: last time I saw Lindsay, she was great. When she was doing some project. I saw New York, and mm-hmm. she was nice. We were good to the paparazzi. She was good to the fans. It's Lindsay is very good. I'm. I've always said this: Lindsay Lohan is an amazing actress. And we, I like, I always said before, when her personal life over is too big and is bigger than her professional life, overshadows her professional life, her work life. It's a problem for an actor. So I'm wondering if she's able to bounce back and become the great actress she once was and get those those great roles. Um, it's, but I mean, she's,
0: she's got a couple of movie deals with Netflix. So I think because the falling for Christmas did so well, she now has like a two picture deal with them. One is like the Irish wish, and then uh, some other ones be released in like 2024. But this is good. Lindsay Lohan, no one wanted to work with her for a very long time. She was a pariah in Hollywood and she was kind of like the death wish. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to get more stories on crazy Lindsay Lohan than you are going to get about your movie or, you know, her showing up to the red carpet. So no one wanted to touch her with a 10 foot pole. Dax. Number three. Oh, by the way, Jamie Lee Curtis said that uh, Lindsay, you know, being her movie daughter, made her a movie grandma. So she thanked uh, her. <laughs> uh, uh. I think that's funny.
1: That's cool. All right. Number three.
0: Number three, Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello divorcing after seven years of marriage. This was a massive, massive story this week. Everyone was talking about the fact that they have separated. Um, And it seemed very sudden, at least for the outside public. Like no one really saw this one coming. Um, But I'm going to say I have a feeling a lot of people close to her knew that this was the case Uh, but basically she has been over in Italy celebrating her 51st birthday posing a lot of like hot photos in her bikini and out with her friends and a lot of people started to notice well that's weird that Joe is not there like this is your 51st birthday where's your husband and so people started to suspect that something was going on between the two then news broke that they are they're splitting after how many years have they been married not that many right like uh I don't know, it hasn't, it hasn't know. been that many. I'm going to say like, oh, no, I said it, seven years, my bad. I said it in the, the top of the story, seven years of marriage. Um, but I did notice that Julie Bowen, you know, her co-star from Modern Family, wrote on her image of her, like in her bikini, and she says something about being single looks great. Single looking great is on you. And I'm thinking the only reason she would write that is because she knew that it was going down that route. Because why would you kind of give a dig to Joe in that comment? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, do you,
0: so. My guess sources, is they've been bad for a while.
1: Yeah, I, I would love. You know, I would love to hear. I don't know if we'll ever hear what exactly happened. I don't know if these two are the type of people where they would do interviews and kind of discuss what exactly went wrong in this relationship. Um. You know, sometimes people just grow apart. I mean, who says something went wrong or it's just
0: – They're both people just, people just too hot apart. for each other.
1: You know, so it, one day – Did I tell you when I went to the Guns N' Roses concert? I went to Guns no. N' Roses and right next to me sat Joe Mangelo and Sofia Vergara. And Joe was like all into it. Sofia seemed like she did not want to be there. And he was like standing on his chair like going nuts, like almost like making a scene. And I was like, like – he was like holding on to me just so he could stand on his chair. And I don't even know the guy. And he was going nuts, and I was like, "Dude, get out of the way! I want to look at your wife." Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, he, he, he was a heavy guy too. But uh, he was just going nuts. But she just seemed like she was just she did not want to. It's not there. her she
0: type of like music. Cool. No,
1: she, no, it was not her type of music. But still fun. That, all right, random no random bullshit, stupid story from Adam. Like, why did I even say that? But I just thought that was, that <laughs> like I, I don't know why that has nothing to do with them kind of divorce. But I don't know. I just. I like
0: to tell. Hey, it's a run in. I like it. Tying it into real life.
1: Yeah. All right. Number two.
0: Number two, Gigi Hadid getting arrested in the Cayman Islands for marijuana possession. Um, she did post a photo saying, "All well, that ends well. So she was out there. She flew private um, on July 10th. And then uh, I guess they had some dogs or something going through her bag once she got there. And she had some marijuana. And they didn't like that down there. So uh, apparently, um, you know, her lawyer came out and said, listen, she this was with legally purchased marijuana in new york city with a medical license um it is all good she, it's been legal for medical use in grand Cayman since 2017 her record remains clear and she enjoyed the rest of her time in the island um and she has bunch posted a bunch of photos of her being there sitting on the beautiful beach uh but basically what happened was so she landed and uh and then she was arrested, taken to the prisoner detention center, and then later released on bail. So I think she ended up getting she she had to appear in front of a court. She pled guilty and was fined a thousand bucks. That's which cool. she That's, can afford.
1: No, she she should have got the electric chair. That is not <laughs> give her the electric chair. That is such a cop out. We, we didn't deserve her. She what she did was illegal. Give her the chair. A lethal <laughs> injection, do what you gotta do, because that you do not bring marijuana to a beautiful island, okay? You do no, not that is the last thing you want to do with a exotic plant. Um, yeah, listen, I, everyone jumped on the I don't know what was more shocking, like I think people were just more shocked that she like she just smoked weed, you know, like oh look, Gigi <laughs> smokes weed. Uh but it's kind of fun. Uh, you fun. know, made a lot of news. It's you know, I don't think she was she's obviously not trying to uh She's not a she's she was smuggling, yes, but she wasn't drug trafficking.
0: <laughs> exactly. We're gonna be okay, peeps.
1: I see me like her more that like she's like, okay, I could kind of party. But I'm surprised she didn't just bring like edibles, but she brought like weed to smoke. And like honestly, when are in the camp- And if it's Why'd legal. Get there? It there?
0: Like I that, that's the thing. Like, she she flew private so she could get on, but I'm thinking, why even travel with it? Just if it's legal down there medically, just go get some while you're there. Don't try to travel. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. That's when you're going to get yourself in trouble.
1: It's weird though. Cause you ever, you know, I've, um, I've been to, um, I've been to Jamaica, which Jamaica has a lot of weed and the weed there is like t- terrible. I mean, you could be like, oh, there's some good marijuana there, but the weed in Jamaica always has like, whenever you get it from like a guy who works at the hotel, the people that kind of like hang over the fence into your resort, like they give you like a branch and it's like 10 bucks, but they're like, there's seeds. There's like wrappers in it. You're like, what is going on? It's like, in a, it's in like a, it's like in a three Musketeers wrapper. It's like, what are you <laughs> giving me? Like, give me some good stuff. Do you want to add some good, good stuff?
0: Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Number one story of the week.
0: Number one story of the week, Ariana Grande headed to divorce. Wow, there's been a lot of divorce in this week's rundown, uh, but her and Dalton Gomez, it seems like their marriage has has ended, and a lot of people speculated this when they saw her at, um, at Wimbledon, and she did not have on her wedding ring, and people have been talking about that she hasn't posted anything with Dalton, and that her wedding photos mysteriously vanished off of social media and all this kind of stuff. Well, it seems like um, Dalton is still holding on hope that maybe they can get back together at some point that he is quote unquote, devastated by the whole thing. And that a separation is not what he wanted. He wanted a fairy tale happy ending. And it's not looking that way. So they separate after two years of marriage. They've been having some issues for a few months. um, A source told us weekly, and they're having issues ever since she kind of like left and went to London to film wicked. Um, I guess that separation did not help either. Um, The distance was just like too much for them. So they started, you know, not speaking and they're separated and divorce is pretty much imminent. So sad news for them. But um, yeah, I guess Dalton is. Oh, and I guess, She's kind of encouraged him to go start dating other people because I guess it sounds like she's over it. But he is hoping that maybe there's a chance to be back on at some point.
1: Yeah, I'm not uh, Ariana Grande. First of all, did you see the photos of Ariana Grande? First, I would not. She, I wouldn't have, recognize. I mean, her and I would not recognize her, her as a
0: blonde when uh, she was when she was at Wimbledon. Nope, I would not. Literally, wouldn't have known it was her.
1: She looked like a young Celine Dion. She looked like it was an interesting look. Um, mm-hmm. I, I did not recognize her. I, when I was told, allegedly, when Ariana broke up with Pete, she never broke up with Pete. It was her team sort of broke up with Pete. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what I heard through the grapevine. Um, allegedly, so it's and they were, they were
0: engaged too. Were engaged. So, like, imagine be engaged to someone and then like their rep calling you and be like, Hey, just to let you know, we're done here. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Um, messed up.
1: But, but with Ariana Grande, you haven't seen her in the last two years or like, she's been very off the map. So you mm-hmm. wonder if things were going great with them or if they even went out or how they even lived their life. Cause they were just very, I guess, private,
0: very private. So, which, I think is positive for a relationship that, you know, when, when Taylor goes and has a relationship behind closed doors, like she did with uh, what's his face for so long. um, I thought that was good because your whole life is public. So have something private to just share between you and your partner. You don't need to have this super public relationship because that's normally what kills it at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. um, But, you know, everyone's jumping on the story. There are stories that, he was cheating on her. There's stories that he's really upset about the situation. Um, I'm, I'm sure he had to assign some sort of legal work that he's not allowed to discuss or talk about anything. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's going to talk about this in her next album, and she's going to talk about this in interviews because her team is very good of good at kind of putting that stuff out there. Similar to like Taylor Swift in a way, as far as yeah. the using the relationships towards to their advantage of uh, marketing.
0: Um, how how many blogs do you think used thank you next in their headline when writing about this divorce story?
1: How, is, that a, is there actually a story about that? Because I can only imagine it's
0: been a lot. <laughs> I, I just picture like your brain immediately goes to it. So I'm like, oh god, how many people did the pun? How many people, you know, said it? How many people needed to make that reference?
1: How long adax Dax were again? Were they married for? Two years. Okay, okay. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Hey, listen. I, I I don't know what's long or not long anymore in Hollywood. Like Joe Mangel and Sophia, seven years. Them two years. Like, is that considered listen, good or is that considered not good? I don't know. Listen, and honestly, I, at the end I, of the day, go, it's not, divorce happens. It's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, it's just it is what it is. It's just you want people to be happy. Sometimes they're happier not together.
0: I just want everyone to have a. Goldie Hawn Kurt Russell relationship. <laughs> that's what I want for everyone.
1: So, so not married and just happy, or what not is
0: it? married, just happy, living their life together forever. I love. I them. get it.
1: I think that's awesome. Well, let's end on uh, Goldie Hawn reference. And uh, <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. If you're on YouTube. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe. It helps us out. Uh, Make sure you guys leave a review on iTunes for us. Just put in a Hollywood Raw podcast. Go all the way to the bottom. That's where you can put in a review. And we'll actually read your review live on air. Follow us on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook. We have a private Facebook group called Off The Record. Join it. I promise you it's really a lot of fun. Follow me at at Glenn, Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. H-O-L-T. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.
0: A Huda Media Production.